has really been ubiquitous on the media scene, talking sports business. He's probably never been ushered in by secret weapons. Must be the music, bump music, though. You've seen him as an executive with the 49ers, with the Memphis Grizzlies, Major League Baseball, the MLS. You've probably seen him on TV in and around the Bay Area as well as nationally. He's one of the founding fathers as well of the basketball tournament with a $2 million purse. It's currently airing on the ESPN family of networks. Andy Dolich, welcome to KFPK Weekend Live. It's great to be with you and your listeners. And I was just thinking, listening to you talk about Hoboken, where my twin daughters lived a few years ago. Would you ever believe that when you left Hoboken, it would become the thriving metropolis it is and when you set foot in the Golden One Center, did you ever think that was possible? You know what, Andy? Those are great points. With Hoboken, we were cool. We were there before it was cool. And I went to St. Peter's Prep in Lower Jersey City, and folks were like, wow, you're going to go into that neighborhood for school? I said, yes. And you know what, Andy? You raise another salient point. It looked like the Kings were gone, one foot out the door, the other on a banana peel headed to Seattle. You're exactly right. That's what's so great about sports and I guess keeps knuckleheads like us employed because all the metricists, analysts, you know, guys that are writing code and uh, deciding who the draft pick should be, it's an uncertain business. Who would have thought the 49ers would be 2-14 and 14 last year and a few years ago when Joe Lake was being protected by Rick Barry that they would become the most magical team maybe in all of professional sports today. It's incredible, Andy. It really is how quickly things can change. But the Warriors, you know, when you hear people like Jeff Van Gundy who says, and others, right, that, I'm paraphrasing, that the talent gap has never been wider in the NBA since he's been around the game, and the chemistry that they have, as Howard Beck would say, the complementary chemistry, the magnanimous nature of Kevin Durant taking less money so more, can, more people can re-sign, it's, it's uncanny. And also, Andy, I'll raise this with you conversely. I didn't see the Giants swoon of this season. I know they've had a lot of injuries. Uh, first and foremost, the Bumgarner uh, motorbike accident uh, back in Colorado. But you're right. You just never know what's going to happen. That's for sure. And that's, that's why it's great because that's why individuals love to talk about sports. And being involved in an entity like TBT, the basketball tournament, I loved it because four years ago when we started talking about it, people said, hey, you need to seek professional help. That'll never happen. <laughs> so now, now we're in year four with a $2 million first prize, 20-plus hours of live TV on ESPN all this weekend. Yeah, I guess we're not going to compete with the British Open, but actually our winning team is going to make more money than the winner of the British Open. And uh, August the 3rd, prime time ESPN, the championship of TBT. So, you know what? Having dreams isn't the worst thing in the world. The audacious, insatiable appetite for Hoop Andy you've tapped into. When I walked into the studio today, and uh, 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 Mr. Parnell, who's running our board, Albert Parnell, what did he have on the screen? The tournament. There you go. TBT. And Andy, you were quoted in the San Francisco Chronicle front page, private seat licenses with a twist on for the Warriors, the Chase Center. I want to get your take on... You know, dumbing that down for us, the quick explanation, and if you think this is something that has, has legs that could end up in other NBA cities, maybe Sacramento. Well, Bill, uh, the real baseline is that the Warriors 
Bears are pretty savvy, and they stayed away from the three worst letters in sports, P, S, and L, personal seed license. So they crafted uh, a new uh, overview called membership, right? Membership has its privileges. Remember Telly Somali? Absolutely. (laughs) Members only jackets. That's what I thought about. (laughs) So no no team has written a better script than the Warriors for moving into a new plus billion dollar building. And in California, you know this, you've saw it in Sacramento, we've seen it with the Raiders leaving because they can't find the money here, what the Giants did, it's now 17 years ago, and what the Warriors are doing. Um, the fans ultimately have to pay for the building. It's not just the other team. So in this case, you're handing over 15000 bucks interest-free for 30 years. Now, I won't be here in 30 years. You'll still be talking and broadcasting, <laughs> but a 30-year commitment is a long time. Now, right now, the Warriors are flying as high as you can, but you use the word banana peel. Steph Curry slips on a banana peel. Um, Things change overnight, and I'm not saying that's going to happen. They have tremendous talent. Um, this program is helping them pay for a billion dollars. Think about it, a billion dollars for an arena. Um, Levi Stadium, a billion five, and what boggles my mind, the new football stadium that will house the Chargers um, at L.A., three point. $6 billion. I mean, that's, that's incredible. Serious mo- that's serious money. And uh, can we say Gordon Hayward, $100 million plus? J.J. <laughs> Reddick, what, 22? 20, it's uh, it, it, unbelievable, Ed. Yes. So in this market in Northern California, there is so much disposable income. I, I saw something yesterday in the New York Times. I, I had to blink twice. So in Los Altos Hills, right, not the lowlands, but in Los Altos Hills, right there, Mountain View, right off 280, there is a house uh, on the market in Los Altos Hills for $68 million. Wow. And you know what? Probably by tomorrow night, they'll have three offers. Now, you and I uh, probably aren't going to put the deposit on it, but because there's so much disposable income, back to the Warriors, back to what the Kings did when everyone thought it was impossible and they were going to Vegas, there's enough money, fortitude, will, entrepreneurship, and people get it done. Um, You know, looking forward, you mentioned it before, I'm a big believer in soccer going way back to the NASL when I was with the Washington Diplomats in the 70s. I have a son who's an executive with the Portland Timbers, and Sac Republic is following the same roadmap that the Timbers followed, and now they're one of the most successful teams with one of the greatest environments in sports in Portland. And I had hoped that Sac Republic would have already been in MLS, but hopefully it's right around the corner. And Andy, in your estimation, what what has been the barrier to that happening? I know obviously there was a ownership change and nuance there with Warren Smith and Kevin Nagel. But in your opinion, what what has been the delay, and how deleterious is that to the effort of getting this thing done on an MLS level for Sacramento? 
Bill, I got to reach for my dictionary. Deleterious <laughs> and ubiquitous in the same sports talk show. Um, wow. I mean, we're killing the demo, right? Um, but but uh, has it been a negative? It's only been a negative because there's politics in all of these deals. There's no expansion deal in sports history that doesn't have politics, building a new facility, ownership, the elected officials. Uh, the only thing that I think has really been a drag on South Republic is the amount of enthusiasm that you see around the rest of the country. These teams just four and five years ago were going for 40 and 50 million bucks, and now this next two or three rounds of expansion in MLS, 200, two and a quarter, $250 million, and you've got major cities across the country, you've got major uh, sports ownerships that want to add another team to their environment in wherever they're at, and that's really been the, the challenge where Don Garber, who I think has done a magnificent job as commissioner of MLS, um, you know, it's only taken 50 years, Bill, for soccer to be an overnight success. <laughs> and I can say that because I, I always have a picture of the Washington diplomats on my wall in my office. But soccer is really growing. And, and I'm going to be at the game tomorrow at Levi's between uh, Real Madrid and Man City, uh, Manchester United, excuse me, and there'll be 70,000 people there. Who would have thunk that? Um, so the international friendlies, the U.S. and men's and women's in the Olympics, um, the Portland Timbers have a women's team, the Thorns. It's sort of a secret, but they average 15,000 a game in Portland and have 10,000 season tickets. So, I mean, soccer has always been a big part of Sacramento and Northern California, and I just hope that MLS says yes because, you know, the Vancouver team, Seattle, and Portland do as well as any teams in the league. And I hope that when Sac Republic comes in, they join the Cascadia group and not the Southern California group. I think that's where the Quakes sort of made a mistake, and they've sort of aligned themselves with the Galaxy and the teams down south. Mistake. Andy, thank you so much for joining us. You follow him on Twitter, at Kufish. He's Andy Dolish, business maven, former MLB, NFL, MLS exec. He's a terrific sports mind. And, Andy, I pay you the same tribute I do UB Brown. Listening to you is like listening to a professor that you want to stay to listen to after the bell. Thanks so much for joining us on KFBK Weekend Live. Thank you. Have a great one, Bill. You too, Andy. You're listening to KFBK Weekend Live. I'm Bill Horrenda. Your call's next. And Kelly Brothers, 916-921-1530, 800-834-1530. Here's Carolyn Burns with the news.